Hey guys, what's up? And welcome to The Last Bachelor. And this is episode 20. Police killings of unarmed black men has taken a mental health toll for decades. Now more than ever, since it's become the leading cause of death of young black men in the United States. Policing in the United States is getting a spotlight. The aggressive use of force has affected men of color, not only physically, but mentally as well. According to the Behavioral Risk Factor Survey Surveillance System, also known as BRFSS, and the authors of a 2018 study estimate that police kill more than 300 black Americans, at least a quarter of them unarmed, each year in the United States of America. Using mental health survey data and a database of police shootings, a British-based team of health researchers concluded that when police officers in the United States kill unarmed black people, it damages the mental health of black Americans living in those states. And on the other hand, the mental health of white Americans was not similarly affected, the researchers found, nor were negative health effects associated with police killings of unarmed white Americans or armed black Americans. Another paper estimates that young black men are more likely to die at the hands of police. In fact, one in 1,000 blacks are killed compared to one in 2,000 whites. Whites make up 60% of the United States population compared to blacks who only come up at 13% the population and Latinos coming in at 16%. It's clear to see how this is a huge problem for our community. And those asking what about black-on-black crime? Simple. is just crime. Especially if the neighborhood is a minority neighborhood. This is a matter of a well-educated and trained police officer held to a higher standard because their job affects lives. In my opinion, we can change a big piece of this problem by creating real prison reform because the streets are closely linked to prisons. If we gave reformed felons the resources to improve before returning them to society, I believe most will. Most recently, we have seen politicians like former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani telling the public that the Black Lives Matter movement is only about two or three deaths a year. Research has proved that a lie. The disproportionate rate in which this happens is a bitter reality. It's normal for men like him to try to change the narrative to fit his agenda. Unsurprisingly, the fear of violent encounters with the police and the ensuing stress can have negative effects on the mental and physical health of those it affects. Some experts have referred to these stressors within the large scheme of structural racism. According to Professor David R. Williams, in addition to the tradition, traditional stressors, minorities experience the stress of racial discrimination that has been shown to have negative effects on physical and mental health. The stress may amplify if the unarmed police killing are perceived as unjustified. Psychologist Frank Edwards states that black men are about 2.5 times more likely to be killed by police 
over the life course than are white men. Latino men, 1.3 to 1.4 times more likely to be killed by police than white men. This data indicates that police violence is a leading cause of death, trailing behind homicide, accidents, suicide, heart disease, HIV, and cancer. Data such as these reinforce the notion that officials should regard aggressive policing as a matter of public health. Edwards also states, What we lack in this country are the solid estimates of police-related deaths, because there is no official database where this information is stored. Transparency within law enforcement can be very helpful to everyone. Thanks to my diverse upbringing and childhood, I seen firsthand the difference in which police associated and treated my white American friends compared to my black or Hispanic friends. I've seen police under two different lights. In one side, I saw police practice protect and serve. And on the other side, the minority side was more like harass and subdue. For a man of color, the presence of police can be very scary and nerve wracking. Most men of color never felt comfortable in the presence of police, like most white American men do. The police demographic doesn't really match the demographic of its citizens in many cities across the country. The huge racial gap plays a huge role in this issue. Long story short, men of color are in constant hypertension when approached by police. Police violence has tarnished the perception we have of police. And a small word of loving advice to my black and brown brothers. As much as it may annoy us, agitate us, or even scare us when an officer approaches us, let's try our best to not overreact. The sad reality is it may cost your life. Activist and organizer Mama Ayana Mashama said it best. We have to find ways of de-escalating police response to black people. She said, it has to become policy. It has to become part of how it's implemented from the top down. We have to have trauma-informed practices everywhere, in schools, in families, in workplaces. This will be a good start. I think most of us can agree. My closing quote comes from Dr. Benjamin Spock. Most middle-class whites have no idea what it feels like to be subjected to police who are routinely suspicious, rude, belligerent, and brutal. You've been listening to The Last Bachelor. Until the next episode.